Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. News Week- Brief. Weekend Roundup, Larson. Let's try to keep yeah. it brief, though. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try. But first, we got to talk about how WrestleMania is going. Inglewood. 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 I thought they said Hollywood. Well, it's in Inglewood. That's where the stadium's at. It's Inglewood. The Californians. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching some of that this morning. What you do is, all right, in your best Californian, describe how you actually get from Hollywood. Because some people might be like, oh, Hollywood, yeah, let's get to yeah. Hollywood. So Hollywood and oh. Island, how do you get to Inglewood, which is where this thing is actually going down, man? Oh, you can take South Bray Avenue <laughs> from Hollywood all the way to Inglewood. It's like Baron Corbin. It could take you to Hollywood Park where the racetrack yeah. used to be. Now it's where football stadiums at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I actually yeah. looked up before we started because I want to I have the exact amount. That's, that's your shortest distance, 10 miles. It might take you an hour. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. 10 miles. You can also take uh, four, uh, like the 101, the 405. The 101, the 405. Actually, yeah. you want to take 101. I'll send you up to the valley go to the 405. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, as announced today, WrestleMania is going back to Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Uh, about a dozen miles from Hollywood in Inglewood, California. That is where uh, SoFi Stadium is, the brand new, I believe it's a $5 billion football That's stadium. That's what I read, yeah. That will be the home of the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, okay. And the Chargers. Yeah. Going forward without Phillip Rivers. That's another news story that broke today. Phillip Rivers and Chargers agreed to part ways. Anyways, oh, is he going to look for another team? Probably. Okay. Anyways, this is from WB's press release of event. Uh, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, Inglewood Mayor James T. Butts Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and WB are proud to announce that SoFi Stadium in Hollywood Park you know, they used to have a horse track there. They tore, they tore that down for the football stadium. Interesting. That's a Hollywood bummer. Hollywood Park. That's a bummer. Uh, in Los Angeles, the host WB's Pop Culture Extravaganza, WrestleMania, on Sunday, March 28th, 2021. We would put that in our calendars. Uh, uh, Garcetti said this, There's nothing quite like WrestleMania week. It is a one-of-a-kind event that provides an ec- economic boost to the region, and fans from around the world will find a city that is ready to host them and welcome to the spectacle. Uh, uh, Mayor Butts, said the city of Inglewood is thrilled to say that WrestleMania will add to the growing number of national and international followed events that will be hosted in our city over the next eight years. WrestleMania brings excitement and is followed by almost every age demographic. With scheduling of this marquee event, we can say without contradiction, the only thing that's changed in Inglewood is everything. Wow, that's very dramatic. So I wonder, uh, so the Great Western Forum, former home of the, the Showtime Lakers, mm-hmm, yeah. is but a stone's throw, I believe, from this new uh, football stadium. What, what uh, uh, upstart or, or uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? Enterprising a wrestling promotion is going to run a show there. Maybe they'll have takeover at the Forum. Yeah, well, they, or they could do takeover at Staples. I know, that's a, that's a distance, though. Yeah, but once you're in L.A., it's I mean, that's WrestleMania week is going to be it's going to be spread so far out. Oh, it probably will be awesome if, they, you know, someone had a show at the forum. What do you think? That's a cool place from the epicenter. It's super old, but it's from a cool the place. epicenter. Yeah. Uh, uh, there in Inglewood. How far away do you think the furthest event 
related, not not WWE related, but just WrestleMania week, like a Joey Janela spring break, all that kind of stuff. Well, like bar wrestling will probably have something. They, I think they have their shows out in Baldwin Park, mm-hmm. which is quite a ways. Yeah. Um, we should have a friendo fest out in like Palmdale or something. A good a solid hour away. Oh, more than that, probably. Yeah, depending on the traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, it could be two hours. Yeah. Um, let's have something in Granada Hills, our old stomping. There you grounds. go. Yeah. There you go. It's got to be a VFW. I mean, there's Granada places Hills. everywhere you can, in theory, could have yeah. events. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a city just chock I think, full of no, venues. No, there's a ton of venues out there. There's, a, yeah. I think this is going to this is going to eclipse a lot of the WrestleMania. We yeah. just ensured the sheer number of events and just the, the the absolute sheer size of Los Angeles in terms of like miles square miles covered. Yeah, like there's like you know we've heard for Tampa WrestleMania, WWE is really trying to uh, make it prohibitive for other shows to run at least yeah, the best of their abilities. Have not been successful, and with that. you can't do that in LA. No, that's it's impossible. too large. That's impossible. So the the possible on top of that, there's already a huge thriving independent scene in Los Angeles. Um, it's going to be a, a, a genuine wrestling mecca for the whole weekend. The thing is, uh, like, where are they going to have WrestleCon at? Are they going to do it downtown, the convention center. They could do it Santa Monica, which would be closer to Inglewood. There's a convention center in, in Santa Monica. Yeah, I don't know. Man. In terms of proximity, but then you also got access. Is access going to try to do convention center or Santa Monica convention center? Yeah, there's all these things to consider. There's a lot of there's a lot of options out there right now. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we're gonna go. Um. I think we should probably do WrestleMania without WrestleMania. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to do like a I don't know maybe like arrange like a watch party with some friendos. Yeah. You know, like Stevie Bradley's down in the area. Yeah. I think Mr. Dope mentioned on Twitter that he's gonna take the family down mm-hmm. there perhaps. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That could be fun. Yeah, it could be fun. We can make a thing about it. Absolutely. We've got uh, we got friends down there. We got uh, Big Jeff. Maybe he can hook up like a little live venue for us. That'd be cool. Or at least do some scouting for us. Um. So yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, Friendo Fest too. There in uh, in Los Angeles, in Inglewood, in Inglewood, uh, somewhere in L.A. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they if they even try to keep it. You know, like granted, L.A. is so huge and so spread out, it's kind of hard to do, but keep as many of the festivities kind of one in ge- geographic. Well, location. the thing about okay, so things like for example about Access, I know that at Access they do have like scheduled things going down, but because it's just happening during the day, like I don't know. I mean, I, I just get the feeling that. Like, where's WrestleCon going to be? You yeah, know? that's why I wonder if they're going to... Because I would assume, like, the LA Convention Center is massive. Mm-hmm. But then... Uh, oh, man, they should have WrestleCon and Axis at the same place. That'd be cool. They the could do time. that. They could do that at the LA Convention Center. Because yeah. um, we, we didn't go to Axis in Orlando. We went to the Superstore there, which was in the Convention Center. And it didn't seem like that was taking up a whole ton of space. No, it didn't. So that's why I thought Santa Monica, because there's yeah. a convention center in Santa Monica, I believe. Um, that if that doesn't, uh, you know, it isn't going to work for um, access, probably could for WrestleCon. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. There was the convention center, and I, I saw my, my Bloody Valentine at a place in Santa Monica. Yeah. And I wonder if that could work for yeah. places. They'll figure it out. I what it's called, though. Well, while you think about that, we got some contract updates. Uh, actually, one on the revival. Tom Callahu is reporting that Sportskeeda can exclusively report that the WWE are preparing to present the revival what, with what will be their final contract offer. WWE management are said to have lost patience with the back and forth, and despite holding the revival in high regard, in regard high enough for an offer apparently in the region of a million dollars each. They are prepared to cut their losses should that be the Revival's wish. I've been told the WWE are disappointed with the proceedings, with Triple H in particular known to be an admirer of the Revival's work. This marks a stark contrast to the backstage reactions to Sean Spears, Brody Lee, and others leaving the company who they just felt like, yeah, whatever. Just get out of here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not surprising that Triple H really likes the Revival. Look at how they were booked in NXT. Yeah. Um, now, Scott Dawson said something to the extent on Twitter, we don't want championships. We just want creative control. Is that too much to ask for, brother? Oh, that's a bunch of horse crap. He's not asking for he, that, that's He was just making fun of Hogan there. Oh, I'm sure. But also, I think the, their issues aren't so much. I think in a, in a broader sense, their issues seemingly are, and we've heard this, isn't so much that they, it's not like they want the tag titles all the time. They just want more of emphasis on the tag team division. And I think also maybe an extension to that is, 
They they haven't always been uh, blessed with the best creative. No tag team has, and no, I think you're exactly right. I think what I think what they want, and what we've heard in the past, what they want is y'all need to give some, throw some better creative juice at the tag division. Yeah, at the tag division because it's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Yeah, I mean, I understand the point of Seth Rollins getting the t- the tag titles for himself and Buddy Murphy while the Authors of Pain are on their team. Like I understand dramatically why that happened. Yeah. But like from a larger sense, from a larger point of view, like authors of pain were never used properly since their call up. Even I'll be honest, even in NXT, they've got the Dusty Classic and that's great. And there's some really great matches there. And the UK actually treats her tag divisions really darn well. Yeah. But even NXT's tag division really isn't all that cracked up. You know, it's not great. Um, and certainly what they do on Raw and SmackDown, you know, Raw's doing really well these days in general, but the tag division still is not something that's very impressive. Yeah. There's a lot of great talent there, but when's the last time we saw the Street Profits wrestle a match? It's been a while. You know? Even the War Raiders, I know they went on a string of of beating every jobber known yeah, to man. Yeah, that was the thing is they were tag champions Who wants still to wrestling see that? jobber teams rather than being in real feuds. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, on SmackDown, the tag division is pretty decent. They have great, they have really good teams. And they're actually putting a decent amount of emphasis on it now, especially with Miz and Morrison over there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but SmackDown's got all sorts of other problems. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess Dash Wilder deleted his Twitter. Oh, really? Recently as well. Okay. So who knows what that means? Yeah. I mean, he just needed a break. Well, Twitter's a hellhole. It's shithole anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It is. I hate that side. I wouldn't I wouldn't use that or Facebook if I didn't have to for my, like, my job. Mm-hmm. Like, we kind of have to, you know? Yeah. Like, there are good things about it. It was like puppies and stuff, but like... Well, there's information that, on that available on there. Yeah, I know. Well, more so Twitter, not. Yeah. I don't really trust any information on Facebook. Oh, Facebook's the worst, man. Uh, so yeah, let's talk more contract stuff. This time in NXT, this is from Fightful. Quote: Fightful Select learned that several NXT talents got significant raises back in October. That's great. Yeah, that's my editorializing there. Good job. When the new television deal with the USA Network kicked in, we heard that it wasn't exactly Raw or SmackDown money, but was substantial for those that ended up signing them compared to what they're making before. Fightful continues. Quote: We're told that most of the contracts came with new three-year agreements as a result. It's not exactly a raise per se. You got to sign a new contract to get more money. Essentially, you get you're offered a new contract. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, not all of the talent offered signed the new deals. We're working to find out, not us, Fightful. Uh, working to find out who uh, offered is among those. Yeah. So I guess maybe those who feel like they're underutilized in NXT, maybe uh, whose contracts might be up soon, maybe are like, I'll wait a bit. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're like year one into a three-year deal, and they're like, hey, you know, hey, why not? It's just an extra year. Right. If you're like six months away from having some leverage. Exactly. Why would you just automatically sign a three-year deal? Bingo. Um, Tanera Conti, of course, we know she recently walked out on NXT. Reportedly, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe her deal wasn't big enough. Could be. I mean, it was reportedly over financial stuff. So Yeah. So who knows? And I wonder, uh, you know, if, if, if this was across the board, I don't think, I think it fightful. I can't recall. I could click on this link and find out whether, uh, it was across the board. Everybody has offered new deals or no, or if it was just kind of like the, the, the top of the card. I don't know. I would imagine everybody you see regularly on TV, that would probably make sense. Oh, you know, we got some things. Speaking of fightful, thanks to Sean Ross app. Uh, uh, there's a great, I think I liked it on my Twitter or retweeted it on my Twitter. Um, Christopher Daniels, he had an interview with Christopher Daniels where Christopher ta- Daniels talked about being the higher power. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, <coughs> that they were going to do something similar with him in WCW. Huh? And he was like, nah, you know, he was like, it's probably been a bad idea either way. Because like, if you want to, if you want to, re- you're, you're going to reveal somebody that's going to be like the undertaker's boss. It needs to be somebody significant. He was like, if it's just some dude, it's not really going to make a lot of sense. Yeah, I can see that point of view. Yeah, and it was an inter- interesting stuff because we talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, I, I looked and there was there was nothing in there about whether it was cross border or just select few. Not that I noticed. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard 
just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, man. Uh, you saw or you watched uh, New Beginning Correct. Osaka. I did not. I watched uh, all the Oscars yesterday and a lot of Unsolved Mysteries. Well, I guess that's, we can talk about that in Overrun today. Maybe not Unsolved Mysteries, but cause I didn't watch any of that. I watched all of Unsolved Mysteries. I, used to, I may have watched all of them back in the day. At this point, I think I have because like, I've watched it so much on Pluto. Like, mm-hmm. It's rare that I'll turn it on and there will be some, a new Unsolved a new Mysteries. One, a new one. Yeah. Uh, I won't go into great detail. So many dead people and their murders have not been solved. Crazy, crazy. I'm shocked these like update comes on. I'm like, oh man, they actually solved this one. Yeah, it's impressive. They still actually update them. Yeah, I know. I know. Saying the show hasn't been on in what 20 something years. <laughs> unsolvedmysteries.com is or unsolved.com or whatever. It's still a thing. You can still report new unsolved mysteries. I think they're bringing that show back. That's pretty neat. Robert Stack. You can't replace Robert Stack. No, not though. at all. He was the best. If you had to, who today had fuck man? I don't know the gravitas of Robert. Stack? I don't know. Like nobody. Werner Herzog. Oh, that'd be a good one, yeah. But then you just be constant. See, Robert Stack was just, he was like. He was all business. He was all business. And he had gravitas. But you weren't too much into him. You know? know? Like, Werner, I'm just, I can't, I can't think. He'd bring such a sense of existential dread to the whole affair. Yeah. Which I think would be, it'd be interesting, but that's probably not what network TV would want. Like, they tried to do it with uh, Dennis Farina. Rest in peace. You know, I love Dennis Farina. He was great, but. Not Robert Stack. Nah, man, Robert not Stack. really. Anyways, uh, New Beginning in Osaka is a really fun show. Okay. Uh, the, the junior heavyweight match, title match especially, was out of this world. Uh, Those two guys, uh, Ryu Lee and uh, uh, Tick the oh, Time Bomb. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, we'll get to that in a bit. I'll, I didn't take any notes. So this is just all from Good. memory. I don't want any notes. So we'll kick off with the first match, uh, uh, Nakanishi. He's doing his farewell tour. Oh, yeah. So this is the start of farewell tour. Okay. So it was an eight-man tag match to start. You got Tenkozy, which, of course, is Tenzan and Kojima. Yeah. Plus Yuji Nagata okay. and Nakanishi on one team. And then you got uh, Taguchi, Hinare, Hanma, and uh, Makabe on the opposite side. Uh, team Nakanishi picked up the win here. Um, uh, he didn't get the pin. It was, it was uh, Kojima pinning Hanma, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, following a cozy lariat. Uh, fun match. Uh, didn't overstay its welcome. I don't know how old Nakanishi is. He moves like he's been wrestling for a while. Yeah, sure. Dude is still jacked. Yeah. He is yeah. thick and jacked. Yeah. He's still in great shape. And they showed some re- uh, some uh, footage of his, his you know, because obviously I'm not that familiar with his career because I only started watching New Japan like two years ago. Yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, he's a former IWGP heavyweight champion. Um, some stuff earlier in his career. So, I mean, at some point I'd like to catch up on all that he's done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, gosh, when is his last show? I think is after the anniversary show, but I could be wrong. Uh, next, things kicking the gear. You have uh, Rapongi 3K defending their junior heavyweight tag team titles against Suzuki Goon members, Kanemaru, El Desperado. This was a really fun match. You actually watched this one, I right? watched this one, and then the dishwasher guy came to fix my dishwasher. And did he finish, finish the no. dishwasher? He just told me that I needed probably get a new one. Oh, wow. I only bought this one five years ago. Yeah, it's not that old. I know. What the heck? Well, I could either pay about $350 for a you new motor. Well, you might as well get a new one. You can get a new dishwasher for that. Just about that much. You know, I mean, you got to pay a little bit more for installation and stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. Anyway, this was a fun match. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed how they went about uh, Suzuki Goon working over uh, Show's knee. Yeah. Um, especially when uh, El Desperado was out on the ramp, uh, destroying it with a chair. And my youngest daughter, when I was watching this match, she was like, ah. She's oh, like really yeah. upset that, that Show was getting his knee destroyed by a chair. Yeah, like, it looks like it sucks. Like, here, I'll, I'll, I'll let you in a little secret here, kiddo. 
he's not really hitting his knee. He's hitting the floor or the top of the chair. Yeah, it makes it seem worse than it so is. You see the top of the chair is getting bent because making contact with the floor and not uh-huh. his knee. He's fine. You think she, she processed it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very clear uh, that this is this is i don't use the word fake yeah i say it's pretend fighting oh i do i always i well i don't use the word fake i say fakey fakes oh yeah to bama yeah i'm like it's all fakey fakes man they don't really hurt each other <laughs> i say they're just acting like they're hurting each other yeah until they do something i was like okay that might actually hurt yeah I'm like oh he might have accidentally hit him for real like when when uh ryu lee and i totally disrespect the crap out of pro wrestling my kid uh, oh yeah <laughs> It's no. all fake. None of it hurts. None of it hurts. <laughs> well, like when I'll get to it more in detail in the Ryu Lee uh, Takahashi match when they're spending five minutes chopping each other back and forth. Oh, yeah. And you can see the welts and the bruises forming yeah, right there. Yeah, it's kind of hard to play that one down. That hurts. Yeah. Anyways, a really fun match. Uh, Rapongi 3K successfully uh, defended uh, their tag titles. Hit essentially the Lucha Brothers uh, finish on uh, 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 Suzuki Goon to get the win, retained those belts. I uh, show has a pretty cool move where he he gets someone and he like brings their arms across them like this yeah and then drops them with a pile driver I know it's rad that's crazy it looks terrifying I know because the, the dude taking it you know a normal pile driver you can you know support your necks up by pushing up against the guy's thighs yeah you can't do that in that move pure trust yeah pretty much yeah There's a lot of moves that require that these days next. Uh, you got uh, Kota Ibushi. Transibushi. We haven't seen Transibushi from Central So Kingdom, I was, I he did not emerge? No. Okay. He wasn't in this match very much. He, of course, okay. he had the flu, and then he had some like stomach infection following that. He was because he had missed the Well, the yeah, US. We, hung out, we hung out last week, me and Ibushi. I, I, I got him sick. Invited. Everybody got sick, man. You know, I'm, I still maintain that you didn't get sick because of me. You got sick probably somebody just out there. People are just out there. The same exact symptoms as you did. The same Everybody exact has those same exact symptoms, man. No. They all do. Because when I get colds, I know exactly. how it's, They follow the same pattern. This was not that pattern. I know my body. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, Kota Bushi, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, David Finley, and Steve's favorite wrestler, Juice Robinson, uh, taking on Team Bullet Club, Chase Owens, uh, Yujiro Takahashi, uh, Tongaloa, and Tama Tonga. Hey, wait a second. I thought, the other, I thought like last week was Chase Owens' last day in New Japan. Here he signed a new deal. He signed a new deal. Crown Jewel sticking around. Why wasn't that in the news, man? Oh, that's great news. It's a great day. It's decent news, I guess. Oh, man, I was worried about He'll that be dude. sticking around, eating pins for a long time to come. I was worried about him. Because, like, man, what Nothing is he going to gonna do? Nothing to worry about. That's great. Uh, you're pretty straightforward Bullet Club match. A lot of interference. Uh, uh, Jado was out there hitting people with kendo sticks. Of course, mm-hmm. that happened. Uh, Tanahashi got a roll-up win on Tongaloa. And it was a good, deep roll-up. Yeah, okay. That looked good. legit that he couldn't kick out. Mm-hmm. So you have Tanahashi pinning one of the tag champions. Of course, he and Kota Ibushi, they want to shot those tag titles. Yeah. Uh, you got Juice and Finley. They lost the tag titles. They want back. Destiny. So after the match, there was a bit of a, 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 a stare down between uh, Finn Juice yeah. and Kota and Ace. And at one point, it was pretty funny because Tanahashi – even they were staring at Tanahashi actually did this. That's funny. To kind of like defend himself, even though yeah. there's no threat of violence whatsoever. Yeah. He just kind of put his dukes up a little bit. I like that. It's pretty good. great. And Tanahashi's hair was next level. That could be a really in fun this match. That could be, yeah, no, I did actually see the hair. That could be a really fun match or a really fun like sort of feud right there because you figure you got Ibushi and Tanahashi on the same team it's like man that's like the mega powers basically totally. right there and then you got lump and lumpy yeah you know and you but got, like I'm, I'm gonna root for the lump and lumpy and then you got chase owens going on how kota ibushi scared of him and then uh kota gets the hot tag and there's a stare down with chase and chase does this oh, all right <laughs> that's funny that's of good course stuff. kota ibushi went to town on him uh next team chaos will osprey and kazuchika okada taking on uh team suzuki goon zach saber jr and taichi uh, Taichi is a delight. Zack Sabre Jr. is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, Okada and Osprey might be the best wrestlers in the world. Fun match. Yeah. Um, uh, Taichi took a sweet time ripping off those tearaway pants. Yeah. Eventually did. Uh, he l- took the pin, though, following Rainmaker from Okada. Well, yeah. Um, so uh, that's how their singles match ended up, too. Yeah. In Sapporo, yeah. I didn't yeah. get a chance to watch it. I really like Taichi. I think he's a blast. Yeah, I think he's good. He's I got just, some good kicks, too. Yeah. Didn't he beat uh, uh, Okada back in like 2008 or something? Like that's one that was one sticking point of their feud here. Oh, that was like back before Okada went to TNA. Something like that. Maybe I thought that's what I read somewhere. 
that he was saying, yeah, you, I beat you before. It's like, bro, it was 12 years ago. It was 12 years before it was Rainmaker, man. Yeah. Anyways, fun match. It was not the last we'd see of Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, wow. Um, also, Zack Sabre Jr. and Osprey have a, a match in Rev Pro for the British, the British heavyweight, heavyweight title, title on Valentine's Day. And given what happened later on in this show, mm-hmm. they kind of telegraphed that Zack's totally dropping that belt to Will Osprey. Oh, wow. Because they had a one-on-one match at one of the previous New Beginning shows, one of the Sapporo shows that mm-hmm. uh, Sabre won because uh, uh, Osprey passed out. Oh. He didn't tap. And I guess later on, subsequently in the in the Road 2 tour, uh, Osprey got a win over Zach, thus the rematch. Okay. So Osprey's totally winning that belt. All right, cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, next, this was a really fun match. Jay White uh, taking on Sonata. Uh, I guess the whole premise of this going into it was Jay White proving that he's a better athlete mm-hmm. than Sonata. But like, there's very few people on this planet who actually make the claim of being a better athlete than Sonata. Yeah. He's spectacular. But every time Jay White would have the advantage, like one time he has uh, Sonata in a headlock. So he's, he's pretty into the crowd. I was going to headlock and he just starts flexing. Good. It was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, Jay White's heel work was pretty good in this match. Tons of fun. How did the finish go down? He beat Sonata, huh? Yeah. It was, wow. What happened is is uh, Gato tries to get involved for the umpteenth time. Uh, Sonata puts, crotches him on the ropes, top ropes, kicks it. And then, like, I don't know, 30 seconds later, J.Y. hits uh, Blade Runner for the win. Oh, wow. There, re- there wasn't any cheating, really. There was, like, a mild distraction. But, yeah. again, didn't lead directly to the finish. Yeah. Um, it was a really fun match. Both these guys are really good. Uh, Sonata seemed like he might have had the – he was on the verge of victory. He had skulls and sunk it deep. I wonder Jay what I wonder what Sonata's sort of. When is it going to be to the point where it's like, man, is this guy ever going to start winning? Like, he I know. Needs to put together some decent run. I know, like high profile wins. I know, I know. And part of me is hoping that, uh, and this is kind of a long shot, but assuming that Naito carries those belts all the way to Wrestle Kingdom, that maybe Sonata could win the G one. Fingers can, crossed. Yeah, you know, let me need because dude's got it. Yeah, totally. Did you ever watch the interview he did um, before no. one of his title matches against Okada? Heard about it. It was spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah, Dude can talk. Yeah. So. He looks great. Yeah. Uh, next match of the night, uh, Hiromu Takahashi, junior heavyweight champion against Ryu Lee. Uh, like I said, they spent... So as soon as the bell rings, they go charge it towards each other. There's a bunch of German suplexes. They're dropping each other on their head. Yeah. And then they sell that for a bit. They get up. And then for basically five minutes... They go back and forth with overhand chops. I love it. And so each of their, I think, left peck was just hamburger. Oh, yeah. And they'd, ret- they'd, they'd go back to it. You know, there was a one spell where, gosh, what was the move? Uh, Takashi tried to do something. Ryu Lee, like I did a handstand out of it, stood up. And as soon as he stood up, bang, chop. Mm. And uh, Ryu Lee tried to hit that same move a couple times that he broke uh, Takashi's neck with. Oh, jeez. So they referenced that story. Yeah. Of course, Takashi got out of it both times. Yeah, thankfully. yeah, yeah. But they weren't shy about referencing that. Well, that's good. Just don't do that damn movie. No, again. I don't think so. Ugh. Just a couple of beautiful destroyers in this match. <clears throat> um, how was, in terms of that, though, Takahashi with the stuff that makes you cringe, that seems like, oh, you should not be doing that. Was there any of that in this match? Any times when you were like, oh, man, he's being reckless? Hmm. There was one spot. I mean, there was a lot of German suplexes. A lot. Okay. Um, he didn't take a poison run. I don't think there was one spot where really has him up on the barricade and does a suicide dive into him mm-hmm. and knocks him over a table. But that's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, otherwise not that I remember I mean, that dude, you just fall on his head like a lot. Yeah. Was... really took one nasty bump. Oh, on did his he? Head. Okay. That, that kind of DVD that Takashi does in the corner in the turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. He did that to him mm-hmm. and Ryu just about landed on his head. Well, that's cool. Um, fun match took uh, after a couple time bombs, uh, Takashi got the win, successfully retained. Um, and then, uh, well, I'll talk about that more at the end. Next, this match was a blast. Mox, Suzuki. Uh, Suzuki was next level here, man. Oh, yeah. 
he mocks would do something to him so they could just get up and laugh at him. Yeah, I saw a lot of smiling in this. Uh, oh man, a lot it was of so gifts good. with smiling. You have Suzuki laughing and smiling. He, Suzuki gets put through the table. Camera. Cut, that's cut to one. Him, yeah, that's one. He's I down saw, there laughing. Yeah. It was yeah. great. And Mox just cussing a blue streak, mm-hmm. saying, "This is where we effing ended, right oh, here." Oh man, He's just cussing all over the place. Yeah, I gotta check that. Yelling at him. Um, a lot of forearms. Uh, a couple of parado- or death riders, I guess. Uh, final one on chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets the win. There's this great bit where uh, uh, Mox uh, hits Suzuki over the head with the chair, and the bottom of the chair pops out. Oh my god! And Suzuki just turns around. He's laughing, mm-hmm. and then Mox puts the frame of the chair over his head. For a minute, it was just funny. He like looks through it almost cartoonishly. Yeah. And then puts over his head. It's pretty funny. That's good stuff. Uh, Mox wins. He's still U.S. champion. Zack Sabre Jr. runs out afterwards, attacks him, chokes him out. Okay. Um, so we're going to get that somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it kind of feels like they're telegraphing that he's going to lose that Rev Pro belt mm-hmm. to Will Ospreay. Yeah. Could yeah. be wrong. It'd be cool to see uh, Zacky two belts, mm-hmm. Zacky three yeah, belts come back. Yeah, that'd be That'd be awesome. And then finally, in the main event, Tetsuya Naito versus Kenta. Man, Kenta's character work is so damn good. Yeah, he's really good. Gosh darn it. God, he's so good. Um, so he comes out with all the Bullet Club. Or everybody who's there. I guess Fale wasn't there. A couple of guys weren't there. But everybody who was on the card comes out with them. Naito comes out alone. The idea that Naito's got to, to, to do this all by himself, mm-hmm. whereas Kenta's got everybody. And then Bullet Club couldn't help themselves. They had to push Red Shoes over okay. before the match starts. Just bullying him. Yeah. And so Red Shoes was like, get out of here. And they said, no. And he goes, I'm not going to call for the bell for the match to start until you leave. Oh, wow. And so they all had to go. And so Kent, like we've seen several times where heels will, will stall to begin a match. Like Naito used to do that. He used to roll out of the ring and pace around uh, so the face gets frustrated. Kenta was doing that, and he was great. Just yeah. playing to the crowd. Even just walking down the ramp, he was like rubbing his nose mm-hmm. and like wiping it towards the crowd. Oh. Like he wasn't actually boogers on it. He was sick too, man. I hung out with him two weeks ago. Oh, see, cool. Yeah. Uh, Kenta's character work is fantastic. He's really good. Like, why couldn't they ever tap into that in NXT? Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Naito's so good. He slides his belts in, walks in, just keeps his back to, to all a bullet club right there, and then turns around, gives him a glance. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of shrugs at him and turns his back again like he's not afraid to get attacked by him. I saw Naito got <clears throat> busted open pretty big. Yeah, that was towards the end. I thought it might have, which makes me feel like it was unintentional. Because uh, like if you really want to develop sympathy for Night Two, you have him, you have him uh, get busted open early, yeah, right. overcome that. So about halfway through, Kenta takes the cover off the turnbuckle, even earlier than that, and whips Night Two into it just back first, and starts working over his back a lot. Um, uh, and then the, down the the home stretch when things really picked up, uh, Kenta rams Naito's head into that top turnbuckle, it's exposed, and I paid attention to try to see if there's a moment where he could have bladed or anything, but it I. He seemed like he was just gushing blood immediately. Yeah. And it was just pouring down his face. It was a ton of blood, which is a great visual. Sure, yeah. Especially when you want to make Kenta look strong. Like, he beat the... It looks like he beat the hell out of Naito. Yeah. And... and but it only took one Destino to finish him off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Naito retained. It was a fun match. It really picked up especially <laughs> towards the end. There's a lot of great character work. This, more, this match is more about character work and Kenta getting heat. He's a heat magnet, man. Yeah, sure. He's, like, pretty much top heel in New Japan right now. Yeah. And when he was walking out, like Jay White was with him, and I, I know what Tama Tonga says, he's leader of Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Kenta's focal point of Bullet Club. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He's so dang good. It'd be interesting to see if that remains after this, mm-hmm. how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. It was also announced that um, they're running Madison Square Garden. Yep. Wrestle Dynasty, August 22nd. They're apparently promising a Wrestle Kingdom level show. That's what I saw Osprey say that. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's their that's their line. It's uh, it's like their Super Showdown or their Crown Royal. Yeah. A WrestleMania equivalent. Yeah. Isn't exactly. that what WWE used to say? Yeah. yeah. Equivalent to better than or almost like. Almost, almost as good as comparable. Comparable to. Analogous to. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. No ideas on what, when is that going to go down? August 22nd. Oh, that's a ways off. Okay. So we don't know what that would be on. Okay. What? No, we don't know who would be on the card. That's no, like no, 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 no. Ages from now. So, I mean, yeah. I assume Naito would be there. Will Ospreay will be there. Well, if it's, yeah, if it's a Wrestle Kingdom or better equivalent card. So when I heard that, this is just baseless speculation on my part. So when they sold that MSG the first time was the for Supercard of Honor, it was before all the AEW stuff with tickets. Went on yeah. Sale. A lot like, of people thought that maybe Kenny and the Bucks were going to be yeah. there. Granted, it's about a week before All Out 2. Man, 
Yeah. If the the forbidden door gets kicked down for yeah. that show. Yeah. Talk about generating some buzz. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's Wrestle Kingdom level card, Moxley and Jericho might be there. Yeah, but AEW, I think they have uh, oh, exclusive. Oh, North American, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Now, Rob Zerger says Naito countered GTS with a Destino. He didn't do the full Destino thing, though. He didn't do the full arm ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much Destino. But then there was a stretch before he hit another one. Yeah. I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if between now and then. I don't know. You never know. I mean, but there's seven months is a long time. Um, maybe we'll see that. I know... Uh, Fightful, uh, Sean Ross Sapp interviewed Moxley, uh, and I, they they put up that interview. He said it's like their most their biggest viewed, uh, most mm-hmm. viewed interview they've done. And Moxley said, "Yeah, I don't worry about doors, and I'd kick them all down." Mm-hmm. But he's a different situation than Kenny and the Bucks, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, there's no resentment or hard feelings between Mox and New Japan or any right, yeah. party involved there. It's yeah. Seemingly the the leaders upset. Did you see upset. also that uh, Nick Jackson said that Marty Skrull was never going to be the exalted one. I don't believe him for a second. Mm-hmm. I totally think that was going to be the case. That's my, that's Steve's input. <laughs> that's Steve's speculation right there. Oh man. Anyways, fun show. If you had a chance to check it out, uh, by all means do so. Yeah. It sounds rad, man. I might check that out. Yeah. Especially the last three matches that Suzuki Mox match. Tons of fun. Junior heavyweight title match. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Main event. Great character work throughout. Let's do questions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, AJ, do you think the Brock Riddle thing is a work? You guys can get the Beast Fears Bro shirt at our Teespring store right now. Uh, is it a work? I don't know. He keeps on talking about it. Riddle's, Riddle's still going on and on talking about Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I know. So, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, if Who was it that it? Was it Dave that said uh, Vince has real heat with uh, Matt Riddle? So... For Matt Riddle, it's to work. He's trying to get that match. For Matt Riddle, it is. But evidently, for Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon, they are not interested and they don't like Matt Riddle. I agree with what you said last time we talked about oh, this, though. Sorry, Alex Cease reminded me at the end of the, the main event. I meant to mention this. Uh, so, Night has a promo. And uh, traditionally, at the anniversary show, you get your heavyweight champ versus junior heavyweight champ. And so, Naito says, uh, he says uh, to to Kenta he's leaving he's like no tranquilo for you just get out of here yeah and he says but I want to call, I want to have a match with this guy and he calls out Hiromu oh wow and he says uh, essentially hey uh, we've never had a match what do you think so Hiromu gets in the ring gets the mic and says you know what'd you tell me before I went excursion it's like when you come back we're gonna we're gonna throw down one on one so yeah I'll do it what do you think yeah we'll do it so that's to be at the anniversary show oh that's fantastic it's be Naito versus Hiromu that's great that'll be great Anyways, you have more to say about your. Uh... No, I forgot. No, what I was all right, talking fine. About. Uh, Tim, will the Goldberg Fiend be a squash match? I don't know, man. I think so. It... Dave Meltzer was saying that he thinks Brock's going to win that because Brock versus I'm sorry that Goldberg. Goldberg because Goldberg Roman is a bigger marquee on WrestleMania, which WrestleMania, I understand, which is true. Yeah. That being said, I don't want to see it happen. But on our SmackDown review, I brought. I thought it was. I mean, as soon as I heard that, I was like, it's a possibility. And it's more than 2% botch. Would it be lame? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Because they haven't done anything with Fiend and Roman. Roman's just treading water. Yeah. He's just beating. Uh, I mean, maybe they're waiting until. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Because like they could have easily like brought Roman if Roman Fiend was going to happen, I figure they would start working on it already unless they're just going to wait till the Elimination Chamber to do the number one contender thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I mean, that's also another way to protect Roman. Uh, I'm sorry, to protect. So, like, people like the Fiend. Yeah. You don't want Roman just to go in there and beat the Fiend. I thought that too, that if Goldberg, who exists on a separate, like entirely different Nobody's plane. Nobody's going to give a shit if he loses to Roman. Yeah, I know. But also you know? In, a, in kind of a weird way, it protects the Fiend too, because like Goldberg is almost like a deity. Yeah, okay. In terms of how over, you know, like super-powered he is. And, and yeah, but like, how is he going to, like, what is, gonna, what is it going to be? Like just a jackhammer? Spear jackhammer? Yeah. Oh my God. Because, you know, like uh, Goldberg beat Brock at the height of his power. 
in what ninety seconds at Survivor Series. What and they kind of brush that off. What if he fa- what if he faces a uh, uh, Funhouse Bray, and then people start thinking, oh, that's his weakness right there. But then, like he, all he all he's fought so far is the Miz. Yeah, we're gonna expect Miz to win anyways. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out more on SmackDown. Yeah, Mister Sinister. Since WrestleMania will be in LA next year, what main event would you guys want to see close out the show? Matt Riddle versus Brock. Well, yeah, if it's anything. Yeah, man. Or, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe Keith Lee versus Brock. Yeah. That'd be good, too. Yeah. Uh, wrestlers at Disney. When the new Ultraviolet and Blue Demon on Disney Channel has the Going to Disney World episode, what's the first ride they go on? Um, I want to see his reaction to Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, that's a great ride, man. It's really weird. It is really weird. That's why I want to see his reaction. Because at the end of the ride, you die and go to hell. Yeah, it's loco, el diablo. It's great. Uh, General Ziffer, do you think The Rock will be inducted into the Hall of Fame next year since it's in Hollywood? If so, who inducts him? The Rock always seems like that he's trying to keep himself open for like more matches, but I guess that would it would make all the sense in the world to have The Rock, though. It would make all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. He's already there. Mm-hmm. And who inducts him? Uh, Greg Morris uh, responded to the Stone Cold gif. Yeah, my first thought was Stone Cold. Stone Cold or... Who was like a mentor to The Rock back then? Like, I would assume that, I mean, given that they they put him in the nation with Ron Simmons, Ron Simmons might have been like the veteran guy who would give him some tips. Well, he's never never really talked about that before. Yeah, I mean, Stone Cold makes all the sense in the world. Stone Cold makes all the sense. If it's not Stone Cold, then maybe Triple H. Because after Stone Cold, Triple H was they probably good, yeah, they the Rock's rivalry. top rival. Mankind. Yeah. Mankind. Foley. They all Foley be a good one. Yeah, Foley be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Rob Observer, hypothetical for you. Vince has gone crazy. He's allowed another wrestling company to air whatever they want in the network. Sunday night will not be on VOD. What would should other companies uh, air in that slot? So there's a Sunday night slot, I assume, except for pay-per-view weeks. Uh, on the network, one live airing, uh, no VOD. Oh, you know what we can talk about on Overrun also today? Huh. For patrons and YouTube channel members? What? XFL opening weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched like half a quarter. I watched a game and a half. Um, apparently, I watched like the second best game. Like the Saturday games apparently were, were much better than the Sunday games. Oh, really? Yeah, that's I what I read. I heard the, the, the Sunday, Sunday games were not good. Um, did you see in Canada... XFL is running on the same network as AEW. Interesting. And so they had on XFL programming AEW a banner was, ad for AEW. Yeah. Uh, what other companies should? Well, one other thing they announced on uh, at a uh, new beginning is that uh, I don't know if they didn't have this time slot or what, but uh, there's be a weekly New Japan show on uh, uh, local TV in Japan again. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Is it going to be like a live? Like raw type so. thing? No, I don't think so. I wonder where it's going to be. I don't know. That's cool. Uh, let's see here. Um, Wrestlers at Disney again. Well, hold on. What what? Sorry. should other companies use that time slot to air on the network? Oh, so what's the, what's the proposition? Vince has gone crazy and allowed another wrestling company to air whatever they want on the network. So I guess NWA would just run power as, uh, mm-hmm. as Jim Cornette was going to be. Um. Well, I don't know what would AEW run on a Sunday night. That wouldn't be VOD'd. That wouldn't be VOD. <coughs> like super dark, because then it's like only you can only watch it live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you can run dark on there, and then you could VOD it on your on you know on the YouTube. Doesn't say that it can't be run elsewhere. Um, yeah, that's a good answer. Wrestlers at Disney, who which which you'd rather see? Cena versus Tanahashi at WrestleMania or Cena versus Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, give me Wrestle Kingdom. I want to see Cena in front of a Japanese crowd. Hell yeah, man. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. Uh Greg Morris had Dolph not gotten concussed after he cashed in on Del Rio and had a decent reign. Would he be looked at differently? Can you think of anyone else that uh minus an injury would be further? Um apparent that was during a stretch where allegedly we had heard that uh, Vince, like as soon as someone won the Money in the Bank briefcase, he like instantly soured on him. Yeah. And Dolph was amongst those people. Yeah. Um, uh, 
So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if he hadn't gotten concussed and hadn't didn't have to drop that belt, it wouldn't have given Vince, if any of that was true, an excuse to not continue his push. Did anybody after, well, I guess kind of. Like you, you and I really weren't watching all that much. By the time you and I sort of retuned in, the big gold belt really meant a whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Like nobody really did anything with it. Um, I mean, back when it was like, because didn't like, okay, I know Triple H and Batista, they had a thing over the big yeah, gold yeah, belt, yeah. and that was a big deal. I mean, deal. Triple H had it. That was that was top belt. That was a big deal. Batista took it from him. That was a big deal. Yeah. Didn't like Undertaker and Edge, they fought over yeah. it for a spell, and it was yeah. kind of still a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like by the time 2010 rolled around, yeah. it was like... It was a SmackDown title. Del Rio. I mean, I know Edge still had it during their feud, but he then retired. And after that, yeah, he had guys like Dolph. I don't know. I don't know that Dolph... I don't know that like a six-month run with that title would have made a big difference in terms of how he's perceived today. No, I don't think I don't think he'd either. be in a different spot on the card. No, I don't think so either. Like if they had, if they had put Dolph over at that point to like the WWE title scene and he was a big deal along with like punk and scene and all that. Well, and also you need to string together huge things. Like I feel like every huge, uh, huge event in his career is separated by like two years. Mm-hmm, yeah. Cause sure. he won, wins the belt, gets concussed, had to drop it. And then he has that, that great showing at survivor series. What in 2016, where he's yeah. the sole survivor when sting debuts and stuff. That was huge. Yeah. And then you go another couple of years of nothing. Yeah. It's like, he will have, a, he'll have a huge moment. Nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and and gosh, when he beat uh, Cena in the uh, ladder match, um, yeah, there's like, there's there just seems to be too many stretches of nothing in between like huge moments in his career, I and mean, they those things need to happen. Bang, 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 to build up momentum and help him sustain it. Yeah. Uh, Ws Fletcher, Simone Johnson's ceiling. So it was announced today that The Rock's daughter, Simone, reported to the Foreign Center officially. Oh. Okay, she she's been there. I guess officially. Okay, so they're taking her picture and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. What's her ceiling? I have no idea. No I idea. Do not know. No idea. I don't know. But that's good that because she's been like there for a little while. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, King too big. Do we compare AEW and NXT simply because they air on the same night? They are vastly different products. Yes. Yes, no. Yes. They air back. They may, they air against each other. That's literally the only reason why we do that. Yeah, and who knows how much longer that'll happen? Uh, yeah, not much. Blake Esta, uh, thoughts on the Louisiana Mall jump from the Wildcat show? I'm sure you've seen oh, it yeah. by now. Yeah, man, I'm not a fan of it because I just don't want these kids to kill themselves. I don't mind seeing it so long as it's done successfully. See, I, I understand your point. That's going to influence people to do that plus more. Like someone's gonna go to a three-story mall and try the same kind of stuff. That it was a really long jump. It was, and, and and yeah, it was treacherous. That being said, and once it's done successfully, watching it, like that takes some balls, man. You know, every time somebody does something like that, though, and then they end up falling, they always end up okay. Like that one kid who fell like past the table. Yeah, he was falling from like twenty feet up. Yeah, he broke his elbow. Did he actually break his elbow? Yeah, I think so. It's surprising his brains didn't end up on the floor. Yeah, it's actually shocking that he didn't get messed up. I know. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine because I was like, oh, wow, they caught him really good. Yeah. And he actually jumped really good. Yeah. But Jesus. Yeah, I think that's insane. Uh, Blake Elizondo, if you can get any two wrestlers from any promotion or former wrestlers that are still in good health today, what is the biggest possible wrestling match you could put on? So any two any two mat any two wrestlers either retired but still in good health, which I mean I guess would mean they'd be able to be cleared right now. So no Hogan, Hogan was not able to clear. Okay, so from WWE, it's got to be Roxena, right? <sighs> yeah. Okay, New Japan, it's got to be Okada Tanahashi. Yeah, probably. And then so from- I think I think the question is create one match with two. With like the most star power behind it. What is the biggest possible wrestling match you can put on? So to make it, I would think to make it like relevant to today's wrestling audience, I still think Okada Tanahashi is your team. Let's say it's a tag team match, like a a Survivor Series brand supremacy type thing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's New Japan versus WWE. The team from WWE would be... Brock. The answer is Stone Cold and CM Punk. 
Sergio C says that. That's the answer. If you can get any two wrestlers, any promotion or former wrestler, still go, what's the biggest possible wrestling match you can put on? Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I mean, would, actually, Stone Cold versus Rock would be the, 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 the marquee, but we, we, we've seen it. But if you have Stone Cold versus The Rock. Oh, at, any two wrestlers. Okay. Yeah. Any two wrestlers. So I thought, one I one thought it was two from each promotion. No, no, no. Okay. no. Um, Stone Cold versus The Rock is actually the correct answer. If you have that match tomorrow, everybody's going to pay to see it. Is Stone Cold versus The Rock bigger than Rock versus Cena right now? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. We've already seen that twice. Rock versus uh, Recently. Rock, Rock versus Brock? That actually happened too. I know Stone Cold oh, Rock yeah, did, but, but nonetheless, that's so like good. one of the greatest rivalries in the history of wrestling. People will pay money to see Stone Cold versus The Rock. What about Stone Cold versus Brock? That's another one. Or Stone Cold versus Goldberg. Stone Cold. That, see, I think that actually might be bigger than Stone Cold versus Rock. Because what you said is true. We've seen Rock versus Stone Cold. Yeah. In like the best iterations of it. Yeah. I kind of think that Stone Cold versus Maybe. Goldberg is the match. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega. That's the correct answer. Oh, my God. Get out of here with that. Uh, Triple H versus Cody. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Any other? Uh, Brandon says, can I meet Steve and Larson at WrestleMania 37? Sure. Yeah, well, not at the actual show because it's doubtful they'll actually go to WrestleMania. No, man. I'm going to look. We'll have a watch party at my old apartment in LA in Hollywood, like actual Hollywood. It'll be it'll WrestleMania will be for in Hollywood for yes. us. We'll do WrestleMania there. You, me, Stevie Bradley, maybe Mr. Dope mm-hmm. if he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be a good time. And then we'll live stream it. All right. And make a lot of money. Sure. And we'll do WrestleCon. And we'll yeah. do Joey Janela Spring Break Five. There we go. Uh, and then other shows blood sport. Well. Go to blood sport. Definitely blood sport. Joey Janela. Is there still a Wale Mania? Does he still do that? Yeah, I think so. It was was there one on the agenda this year? I think so. Okay, all right. Yeah, all the big stuff. Yeah, we'll bar do that. wrestling. You think PWG would run a show uh, Mania week? Oh, maybe, maybe. All right, good. And then something with Brian Zane. Yeah. All right. Cool, everybody. Well, thanks for joining in. We appreciate it. Patrons and YouTube channel members, stick around. We're going to do some overrun a little bit. Or Friendo Club TV, whatever we call it these days. Friendo Club TV. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.